I felt so much better when I got either that text message or that email follow-up the, the day before of this is the technician that's going to show up. His name's Nick. He has two dogs. He's been with us for three years. You know, you know he loves uh, Bud Light. And, you know, when he walks in, if he does a great job, I'd be like, hey, man, you want a Bud Light when you leave? Like, I appreciate, you know, it helped build a connection. So what's up, trade crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D, powered by Keystone Sales and Associates. They are your premier PHVAC manufacturer's rep in the Mid-Atlantic, so go check them out. We do have a guest on. Sorry about last week. I did not have any Wi-Fi while I was traveling. I know that's a pretty shitty excuse, but it is what it is. Um... This guest here, we got just a little teaser show here. So without further ado, let's get it going. Yeah, come on. So what's up, trade crew? Like Dennis said, welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D. Sorry we've made you wait two weeks, but uh, you know sometimes absence makes the heart grow fonder, as they say. So please just make sure you're following us on social media, at HVAC.R&D on Instagram and TikTok, HVACR&D on LinkedIn, and Facebook at HVACR&D, as well as on Trade Hounds. And also thank you to all of our Vendor Hub partners, BetterHelp, Chirp, Service Titan, and our other premier sponsor of this show, One Thing Marketing. And if you need any more information, you can always find that in the link tree of the bios of all of our social media. You also will be soon finding that on uh, HVACRD.com. But hey. to speak to that, which we're very excited about, um, tonight's guest is by far the smoothest drink of Kentucky bourbon you will ever find. But sorry, boys, she is now officially off the market. We are pleased to extend a grateful welcome to our friend and vendor hub partner, Miss Brittany Murphy from One Thing Marketing. Welcome to the show. It's Brittany, bitch. Can me, can me more? Cause too much is not enough. All this liquor in my cup got me dancing like a sloop. Hey guys, thanks for having me. What's going on? You know, Den uh, right, I'm a little upset because Kentucky bourbon is what we discussed previously. So you Whoa. downgrade me to a whiskey oh. now. Oh, uh, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> all right. So we'll, let's just start over. I'll cut all that okay. out. No, okay. I'm just kidding. We'll do it again. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> Long as I have the word bourbon, I'm just going to cut it in there. I'm just going to cut and paste bourbon. it right in there. Bur right. Yep. <laughs> bourbon. All good. Hey, as long as it goes down smooth, then whatever we're drinking works, right? That's, That's right. right. Well, welcome to the show. And it sounds like you may have listened to at least one or two episodes. Um, Just a so, few. Yeah, you you know the deal. So, what are you <laughs> uh, what are you drinking to get us get us off on the right foot here? Well, I have a custom crowler with my picture on it. Uh, so unfortunately, guys, you can't buy this brand anywhere because it's by Crowler Catering, but it's called Saturn. So we're going to be trying out this tasty thing is together and I'll let you know what it tastes like in a little bit. 
but oh my god, I need a glove to open it. Is it like a is it like a Grolsch like pop top or a yeah, it's a you know. Yep, pop top. I just did it. It unfortunately there was no noise, so add that bad <laughs> boy right. in. <laughs> Sound effects on the way. Yep. <laughs> so who's the actual like who brews it? Who it is a it's a custom signature cocktail they make and whew, this is delicious, guys. <laughs> yeah, sorry listeners, this might be a short podcast because I might be tripping over my words a lot more than I should be by the end of it. But taste a little a, stout there? Or? Ooh, no, it's a perfect uh, fresh lemonadey spring drink. A little bit of cucumber, lime. Yeah, oh. ooh, that is good. Interesting. So, Interesting. Sounds like something from like Bath and Body Works or something. Ooh, well, it's a candle I would love to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yep. Cucumber lime. So anyone in the Louisville, Kentucky area, you can definitely have this custom cocktail by Crowler Catering. But if not, I would just say some make some really good lemonade with some little bit of Tito's in it would be my mix. Oh, I'd I'd add to the table to try to get close, but you're not going to touch the goodness of what I just tasted. (laughs) Okay. So you you said off the show, but you were telling us your face and everything. So your picture's on the can, right? Yes, a picture of me and my fiance is labeled on this can as if we're models. It is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It is cool. Yeah, she shot us a picture over. It's pretty neat. You should bring it and set it on the table <laughs> at AHR. My thoughts are maybe we could get a few custom with our logos together on it for oh. people who like to show up at that meet and greet. I like it. I like there it. There you that go. That's a cool idea. We I'll may draw a few drinkers. I'm just... Throwing that out there. All right, Ryden, what are you uh so uh what are you drinking on? I brought a special one for once. It's been a nice. while. So I brought a Saskatoon berry sour. <laughs> wow. He's the sour guy. It's a <laughs> Berliner Weiss style ale with Saskatoon berries, brewed and canned by Untitled Art Mountain Walking Brewery. In Wanaki, Wisconsin. Yikes. I think I said that right. I probably yeah. didn't. I never say anything right. What is it? A 16 ouncer? Tall boy? Oh, yeah. Tall boy, 6%. I swear all the beers we open on the show, I can tell what size they are. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Okay. That's interesting. You definitely. It's sour, but it's it's like it's different. It's it's more sour from like the blackberry raspberry that's in it than it's different. It's got that good. It's got a good berry bite to it. Do you like that more sour? It depends. I don't like every sour I try, which I'm sure nobody does. But they're a good one off. I'm definitely getting into them. I mean, there some of these places are brewing these sours, and there's like no beer taste at all, which. No, Something there's may not like. I mean, yeah, there's know. no beer taste to this one at all. It's just, it's like an alcoholic blackberry or Saskatoon <laughs> berry. Excuse me, Saskatoon. I never heard of that. No clue what that is. I'm I wish Googling. my memories. I wish my memory served me better because I'm pretty sure I just heard on a podcast of some sort this week. If you're more into sour beers, that you're more apt to have mental health issues. <laughs> Yeah. Nailed I, it. I think that's Nailed what it said. It. I'm trying to Google it right now to get the data and the science because I hate saying facts and not knowing what was truth. But I think it was close to something like that. So I'll just be careful, guys. I'm gonna have to ask our buddy old 2010 minutes. We're gonna we got to get him on the show, but he's a he's actually got a mental health podcast, and we're gonna we're working on we're gonna collaborate. But I'm gonna ask him that because he <laughs> digs into it heavy. He digs into all that. Yeah, some God, study right, just came out. So. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say, fun fact, Saskatoon is a city in Canada. Um, but the Saskatoon berry is known as a service berry in eastern Canada and gets a name change again when it crosses the border into some U.S. states. <laughs> the delicious berry is known as the June berry, which is what the variety found in the northeast U.S. is called. So there you go. Well, after all that, I should have went first. Um, <laughs> just throwing that out there. 
Because I have a Miller Lite, <laughs> guys. Oh, solid. Jeez. Well, my buddy was over here Sunday. I don't drink Miller Lite usually. And he left some in the old mini fridge. So you leave beer at my house, it's game over. So, <laughs> And two of these is probably all I'm going to get down. God, just not a Miller Lite fan, but. We haven't, we haven't cheers to our Miller Lite guys on the show. I don't think we've had one on here, so here we go. Miller Lite. Everybody knows what it tastes like. It's a fine pilsner. That's what it says on the can. <laughs> the finest. Mm. Warm, flat beer. Soggy chips. <laughs> Sounds like a pit party. That's actually the first beer I ever had as a, you know, seven, eight-year-old. That was what my dad drank, and... I remember, uh, you want to taste this? I'm like, sure. That was my first one, the old Miller Lite. <laughs> I think mine was a Bud Heavy. Oh, God. Yeah, well, it was either Miller Lite or Bud Heavy back in our parents' day. Or MGD. Yeah. Genuine draft. <laughs> Can I actually be able to top that with Bush Heavy is what my dad first introduced me to? Solid. <laughs> Solid. Bush heavy. Well, as long as at least it wasn't Bud Ice. Dude, I used to drink Bush Ice like crazy. (laughs) Those were malty. Super malty stuff. But they were like 6.9%. So, I mean, you get a case for nine bucks. Oh, yeah. Those were, you bought that beer with a purpose. (laughs) Yeah, that was not, yeah, you bought that beer. One thing in mind. The old high school, high school beer. All right. So, Brittany, you wanna you wanna kind of introduce yourself and kind of get us going on a better track here. Yeah, we can talk about how uh, you stalked me and eventually got to the show, and yeah, all those cool things. Yes, well, you know, one late night while drinking an alcoholic beverage and getting the courage. Uh, now, uh, Sorry, this drink is really good. So I'm at the pause drinking it so I can answer these questions appropriately because I just read the side and it's a nice level of alcohol percentage that is double digits. I'm not going to say much more Ooh. than that. So. Ooh, double digits, let us know. I mean, so I can't a... wait. I, I don't know if I can fly a sample out there, but we're going to try to figure something out for AHR so these guys it? can try some of this. I don't see why not. I'll, I'll get on that. Ship that bad boy to Charlotte and we'll drive it down. Yeah, well, we can definitely do that. So... Basically, one of those nights while drinking, yes, I did happen to stumble upon HVACRND. I did have the Stark write-in to allow me to see if I could hopefully talk a little bit more about what I do. Um, and what I do, bare and simple, is I really love to talk about stuff that's not sexy anymore. Digital marketing. <laughs> Ugh, nobody loves it. And unfortunately, it's something that really is a passion of mine. So. I focus as a strategist on helping people make a game plan digitally on how to make their phone ring more. So what do we need to do to grow our business in the HVAC world? Um, I specify in the trades, but since I have a huge love for HVAC and I stumbled upon you great guys, that's kind of what led into this beautiful relationship. Yeah. I mean, eight, look, anything in the trade industry, if that phone ain't ringing, nobody's making any money. No. So, yeah, that's a, th- this is one I was telling Ryden that, you know, we don't, we don't want to give away all the information to, on this show, but when I started with me and my, my, me and a guy on HVAC company, man, that marketing was a nightmare. Like we sucked at it so bad. And I think a lot of companies just don't know what to do. Don't know where to go. How do we get clicks? How do we get you know, Google this and Google that, like, you know, so I don't know if you want to just kind of a small blanket over any of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to, because I mean, kind of the reason as well, why I'm doing what I'm doing is because like you said, no one really knows what the hell to do. (laughs) I mean, if you think about the opposite fact, homeowners don't know what the heck is wrong with their HVAC, their furnace, or their AC system when something goes wrong. They call, they say, I hear a noise, I have a smell, they're clueless. It's the exact opposite for business owners. They do great at what they do, they don't know how to market it. And so I actually have grown up in the trades. Uh, My dad was a pipe fitter for a sprinkler company here locally in Louisville. 
uh, worked there for 35 years. So we really wait. Yeah. I mean, my grandfather was an electrician with LG and E before that. So we've kind of, I've kind of been that lifestyle. And the reason why I'm passionate for it is my dad was like a contractor. You know, he was an employee, a technician for the sprinkler company, not the owner, but a technician. And those are usually the guys that start to suffer first when businesses aren't thriving. You have no work to give them. So therefore you can't pay them at times. And so I kind of grew up in a household where my mother would call, unfortunately, at times begging the boss to put my dad on the calendar so we could make sure we could afford the mortgage payment for the home they had just bought. So I completely understand by and most businesses I talk to are sometimes family based, which is even more of a impact on my heart to understand like, yeah, I understand what it's like, you know, it's a live, die, eat, feast, famine type of scenario. It's very seasonal as well. So let's get the right steps in place. So therefore you're not having to tell your technicians, I'm sorry, or you're having to come home to your family and say, I'm sorry. I don't want to stop the I'm sorry as much as possible. (laughs) Right. And I, I lived that same kind of thing. So like everybody knows my dad was a contractor still is, but when I was a, I'd say junior in college was the first time he was even to the point of talking about a website. And then we kind of started building building a website. We had a local person help us. They honestly didn't know what in the hell they were doing. But, you know, we were trying to use a local friend, you know, help us out. But it wasn't working. Eventually, I ended up building the thing with, God, I'm trying to remember. What was it? Was it front page? Was that like the old Microsoft thing back in the day? Yeah. yeah. Is that what it was? So, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> that site's still there, by the way. You can see my old HTML skills if you go to helpac.com. <laughs> But um, does that mean you also coded your MySpace page back in the day? A little bit because I had okay. a band, so I had to make sure it looked look slick. <laughs> so ditto. <laughs> but um, yep. no. So I mean, I, I completely understand that, and we were a small thing too. I mean, our guys suffered as soon as anything happened. Half the reason I ended up going into wholesale was because we were, you know, crumbling after the market crash and of the housing market in '08 to '10. And it didn't really hit us as fast as it hit bigger cities, but it started hitting us because we used to do a lot of new construction on big custom lake homes and some other stuff and all that just disappeared overnight. So that was kind of how I ended up moving into wholesale. So we start sending guys home or I go get a job with the degree I just got. Yep. Right. And it's unfortunate. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say it's. Most companies kind of do delay that. So, I mean, it's not that your dad back in your junior year of college was late to the game, but he probably even wasn't in a sense like early to it either. I mean, like that's probably not that long ago, but things have changed so much in one decade. The hard part for businesses that start today that want to do it, it's 10 times harder than it was probably for your dad back then. Yeah, because you don't have all those years of embedded just content. Yes. Yes. I mean, your website's still up. I mean, you have some history with that, but you know, you kind of have a little bit of grandfathering at times with Google that benefits businesses who have been around a while. But even with that, we'll get into some nitty gritty things at AHR guys, but there are some things that some businesses kind of do to tweak it, but it is something where when's the best time to plant a tree. Right. So what comes to mind, you know, bringing you on the show, what comes to mind to me is, um, let's just think about, we can just use us three as an example. Um, Brittany, the last time you needed something done around your house or, or anything you wanted to do, what did you grab and start looking up? I mean, you well, grabbed your phone. Yes. <laughs> right. And you start looking up something. You start typing in, you know, words to try to get something to pop up. Oh, here's a company. The first company that pops up, let's just see what their site looks like. Right. Like, that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're and even in a decade it's just, where it's even quicker than that. So I might oh, yeah. still pick up my phone, go to Google, type in that HVAC near me or furnace repair. And I might not even get to your website yet because I see things such as the Google map pop up where it lists those three top businesses. When right. top is a very CND yep. world we'll get into, but it picks three businesses for you. You can see their reviews, their phone number, and you can click the call right there. It's so simple. So we're yep. getting quicker and quicker, but yes, that's 
the easiest and most simplistic way you can think someone's going to find anything, that's exactly what they're doing now. And the joke I was going to tell you before is I did start to look for my phone when I needed to find actually some concrete leveling. The sad part was I already had my phone in my hand as I was looking for my phone. So it's right. always in my hand. <laughs> I love that. And they're done that. Well, and you're not getting the phone to call a phone number. No. Like, that's gone too, right? Mm-hmm. We're not, you're, you're literally, and I'm talking about, I mean, my dad's 72 years old and he does the same thing. Like, yep. it, it's not just what the young kids are doing. This is what homeowners are doing, period. So yeah, the, the power if, of the text message over phone call is uh, growing exponentially every day. Yeah, I mean we've had chirp on here, and yep. that was just that. Some of those analytics, these you know, Brittany has and chirp, like they'll just blow your mind. I mean it's 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 not good, right? <laughs> we, people, <laughs> we we need to talk to people, but it's what it is. And if you're trying to run a business, that's where we're at. So yeah, I mean. What, what have you seen on the social media side that, you know, we, we follow a couple contractors on Instagram that are legit contractors and they just, they put up sick content. Like it's hilarious. Are you seeing homeowners kind of diving into that good too question, a little bit? Good question. Oh yeah. Really good question. So my, I'll be candid with you on this. People will check out your social media. And the things they're going to check out, and let's be very honest, our attention span is getting closer and closer to a goldfish every single year. <laughs> yes, great so, analogy. <laughs> so keep this in mind when we think about it. it, it like I said earlier, they're not even sometimes going to your website because they're bypassing and getting to the maps and calling you from there. Spoiler right. alert, your website is what helps you rank in the maps. So unfortunately, there is no cheat code without having to have a website to get into that map area. But they're trying to streamline this. And Google is helping even more in that sense. And all these social media platforms are trying to do the same thing. How can I help ease you using my platform and making a decision at the same time? So most nine out of 10 times, we're going to say yes. A homeowner sees something they dislike. They're not happy with the way their home is cooling, heating, any of those issues that deal with your industry. They're picking up their phone or they're going to their computer. They're typing in repair. They're finding a few businesses. They're calling. They're getting you here. They're getting quotes and they're kind of going from that way. The step in the middle where social media comes in that I see is they want to make sure you are consistent. Right. Don't we all though? Yeah. You know, so they're kind of using that to make sure, okay, well, I see that they have a 4.5 on Google, 100 reviews here, but oh, their Yelp's a one star. Oh, their Facebook's a two star. Now I'm not so sure if I feel comfortable with this. You've now changed your brand and your consistency in the per- the prospective prospect's eyes because they don't know gotcha. what to trust. Now, so, sorry to interrupt you on that, but do you see, do you ever see anybody that's just like, I can't do all of these different platforms. So, and, and we, I run into that too. Dennis and I both do trying to figure out like, okay, we're going to have, TikTok. We're gonna have Instagram. We're gonna have at some point. It's like we've we've tried some other ones offshoots here and there, and it's just like, dude, that's so much more extra work. We can't even you know repurpose any content to go over there. So that's kind of how we've streamlined it into the ones we use now. But luckily, we don't have to worry about a Yelp review when that we don't even monitor because we don't do that. So how how much do you truly see that affect everybody over and over if they don't have a way to get to every platform? Is there a way to stop? information to getting to any of these random platforms that hurts them or how do you manage that you can't stop it what you can do is aid the process to get it where you want so and to answer your previous question of spending all this time on social media where i was going to be candid with you is homeowners are just using that as a cross reference on what they've already found out about you so as long as you have still four or five star ranking on Facebook, on these other platforms that matches Google and matches your website, they're gonna see that consistency there. And to be even more candid with you, I do not expect my HVAC contractor to have a wicked good social media presence. Right. I, I expect you to do amazing service, deliver great quality, have decent pricing. I don't expect you to post every single day. So what I tell my contractors is we need to have some type of 
visibility on here. If that means you post once a week, once a month, that would be better than nothing. But also if you're going to do a lot of posting, track that because if you're going to spend so much time on these platforms, you have got to track if any of those leads came through those social media platforms. If so, you are spending your time and money on the right areas. That's a good point. Yeah. You got to know where it's coming from, you know, but most times I see that you don't get in the trade business. If you are a B2C straight residential and even commercial contractor, you're not going to get a lot of business from social, but people are just going to go there to kind of double check you. So I'd pick where you think people are going to be on social media the most. And at the end of the day, a lot of times in the age range you're looking for, which is a homeowner's age, 30 and up, it's not going to be on TikTok. It's right. going to be somewhat on Instagram, but mainly Facebook's where you're going to have more of your older audiences that have a home and are spending some time on there. But in my free time as a homeowner, I'm not looking at HVAC Facebook pages. <laughs> so no, just well, remember that. No. And I was going to say, like, it, it, you know, whoever's listened to the show, like everybody's got that company in their town that's just monstrous, right? They're huge. Go to their Instagram if they have one. If, if I had to guess, it's super vanilla, right? It's just like, oh, here's something. And it's so boring that mm-hmm. you just disregard and you go back, right? But it's there. Mm-hmm. It's something. If it's box. it's not like a tech driving around in his van talking to the camera, right? It's not like guys that we we follow on Instagram, if that makes any sense. If you're if the really big companies, if you want to look big, I guess. It's, it's, I guess maybe you can explain it better, but when they go to the Instagram, when the homeowner goes to Instagram, they don't want to, you know, I don't know. It, it needs to be just like material, just like it's, marketing it's pr- material, right? Yeah. I it's, guess. It's proof of what you do is what you should put on there. So you're putting right. things like video testimonials or written screenshots of other testimonials. There you, know, you go. Right. Things like that. Tech Pictures of your text. I love that. I mean, just my short rant. I mean, yes, I'm engaged now. Thank God I found someone amazing that also found me amazing. But the years up to that, I have owned a home for almost a decade and sometimes been single living alone here. When I had to have a technician show up to my home and it wasn't someone who was a client of mine that I just knew and trusted, I felt so much better when I got either that text message or that email follow-up the the day before of this is the technician that's going to show up. His name's Nick. He has two dogs. He's been with us for three yeah. years. <laughs> right. You know, you know, he loves uh, Bud Light. And, you know, when he walks in, if he does a great job, I'd be like, hey, man, you want a Bud Light when you leave? Like, I appreciate it. You know, it helps build uh, a connection. You know, right, so that's right. the kind of stuff that really is social is more for that. How can I build a connection with my people? So the other great thing would be resources. You know, that's some stuff that's stuff you all share from sharing podcast podcast clips you're able to share little short tidbits of resources and that's thing that's going to drive up your followers because they want that bite-sized chunk information at their hands. Like that's the beauty of it. And that's really where you should focus. If you're going to go down that Avenue, if not, people just want to really want to see you rank and the way you rank is with SEO, but they just want to find your website, find easy information. They want to know that your reviews look good. It matches. And that's what sells them through that process before they ever call you. These are all the things that's like right. the 24 hour salesperson. Yeah. That's what's making the phone ring. That's yep. what you just said. That's what's making the phone ring. And I do think, you know, we talk about, like you said, Dennis, everyone, every town has the monster or the couple of monsters. I do think, one of the cool things, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brittany, but one of the one of the interesting things about these mid-sized contractors is you do get to at least see a little bit more of their personality come through. Um, That's a good point. Yeah, and I think as I would think as a as a homeowner, hopefully in the future, I'm not now. Sorry, everybody, sales guys, ups and downs, ebbs and flows. <laughs> um, but I would think being able to have a bit more potential personal understanding of who they are and how their company ticks, I think adds value in the long run. If you see that continue over a consistent basis, like I, I die laughing at, at people like Laura and, and Doug from main street out. Oh God. Their they're, stuff they're is funny. so freaking funny, but they're consistently funny and they're consistently doing different things all the time. Um, well, I'd be just, curious to see if homeowners, like if they're tracking that, if homeowners, if they're getting out to homeowners, you know? Yeah. I mean, because they're just a straight company, but their content's great. 
Um, well, and they do they do content. You know, they do seasonal content. They do prepped content that that will resonate with anybody. Like Laura puts up recipes. Okay, some housewife's going to see that at some point, but five years later, she might remember the recipe Laura taught them and go back to them. So that's right. where I think it's that bit of personality can, in the long run, be potentially better than just a straight vanilla post. Does that make sense? Yep. It does, but I doubt I'm going to call an HVAC company because they had a killer sweet potato casserole. <clears throat> hey, I'm, I'm not <laughs> saying you are, but it, you might remember the fact that, hey, I remember this company. Maybe yes. we should check them out. Yes. I'm not saying they get the phone call from it, but there's a lot of cases I bet I would say there's more cases than none. They get the first look because somebody thought they were interesting mm-hmm. than something else. Let me phrase it a different way. Because their posts are more engaging, that's why they're winning the game. Right. So, yes. And that's kind of where, again, I hate it. I don't want to shit on social media. I'm not a huge fan of it personally because I think it brings a lot of mental issues to people. But it has its pure benefits for a lot of reasons. And what I love is if anyone has that national ability or if they are spread out, I mean, or even a distribution company, like you have so much more benefits at your fingertips to utilize that versus maybe that local business that you're only doing business in Cincinnati, Ohio, which is, you know, 1% of the viewers and only 1% of the 1% is going to see what you see. So not, not to say that's an awful thing, but again, just choose your time wisely. And I mean, if you're a business that needs to build that brand, then do it completely. And something to think about is you can add all this content onto your website as well. And if people are already going to go there before they check your social media, stop making it hard. Like share that good non-vanilla shit as so writing called it. So therefore, like it actually can help build a a better presence, a better vibe, you know, just that better community brand for your business because people know who you are now. Well, TikTok's horrible for your neck, right? My neck is trash from TikTok. I get stuck on that and I don't know where, where the time goes. I look up and I'm like jammed up in one position. It's been four hours. That's the worst app ever. Um, well, and I, I all can't. of them are turning into it though. I know. Oh, yeah. They all want to be it. Me, me and my wife will watch TikTok together once a week for like 30 minutes. I mean, which is a long time, but it is funny. There's a lot of great stuff on there depending on how you're, you're doing your TikTok. But, um, Man, that's, uh, I don't know. I just don't think that's going to be good for any of us down the road, that, that <laughs> app. Um, so you did mention you got engaged. We skipped right over this because we suck at our notes. Do you want, we, we got to go into. Uh, yeah, we don't want to give away all the good business content. We got to save oh. a little bit of that for two weeks from now. Um, speaking of which, I'll plug it now. But uh so Brittany will be with us from 3 to 5 o'clock on Tuesday, February 7th in Atlanta at AHR. Podcast Pavilion 1, recording live from 3 to 4. And then following that, we've got a meet and greet from 4 to 5. You also may see our buddies, uh, the HVAC Doctor and Jay, drop in on the end, end of the uh, meet and greet since they'll be recording with us after. But um, yeah, we've got some, uh, some really cool giveaway stuff we're going to be doing that day too. So uh well, we'll I'm going to be posting that. A that. Bit. Yeah, if you can't make it to, to Atlanta, I'm going to be, you know, uh, hopefully they'll give me this file when we record this. Um, I'll be able We're to it throw all. it. Yeah, I'll be able to edit it and throw it back up. So it'll all be, you know, you can listen to it once we get it all posted. But And, and Brittany's bringing a bunch of beers with her face on it. I mean, you got to <laughs> come down there. Yes. Maybe my, maybe my face and Ryan's face on the other side. I have no idea. Um I'm so we got a good beef. place for that portrait now, Dennis. We were just talking about that earlier. We'll have to oh, send I'm, her that. I'm sending her that. She's going to die. She's yes. That. Perfect. I need a good picture for this. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, we're so, idiots. yeah, you, you got engaged. Congrats on that. And, like, where did you go? What what'd you do? How'd you? My Well, my, hung, uh, my fiance is actually born from Hungary. So we went there for the first time. We met right when COVID started. So we okay. really had to get to each other the hard way where there's no other activities in town other than just going to one of house and cooking dinner, which I don't do very well. So oh, we cool. had pizza. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like the OG way to hang out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So back to um, basic. Back to basics. So yeah, it took basically the following Christmas to finally get to meet his family in Hungary. And we visited everything. We went to Budapest and we climbed this like three mile hike up to this huge tower that had like a 360 panoram view of Budapest. And just, you know, Buda is a different city than Pest actually. So I learned something new. Um, It's two overlooking cities. The river separates it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like a rich side and a poor side almost too. It's like the high in Manhattan, New York, and then the Bronx, right? Next to it. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a, you know, it's this, it's bigger than New York. It's a huge city. So, um, yep. He proposed at the top of the tower and it was so windy. I almost lost my phone, lost the ring. <laughs> almost Everything almost Jeez. flew away. Um, but it was, it was absolutely great. Cause it was kind of unexpected and it was just a nice little moment for the two of us. So, yep. That's it was awesome. a, Huge trip of me and the family getting engaged and just kind of going through the holidays for the first time, too. So it was awesome. How was that flight? How long is that flight? Oh, well, um, I'm <laughs> I'm not a baby when it comes to flights, but I hate not getting any sleep. So it was about 11 hours there and oh, 12 hours back. And it was only one stop. I was going to so, say, where where do you have to fly through or how many connecting flights did you have? Uh, Vienna is actually where we flew into, and mm-hmm. then Chicago was the uh, U.S. change point each time. So yeah, Aust- Austrian Airlines was really nice, um, but unfortunately, that was are masks required on international flights? I don't. Well, they might still be. I'm not sure. Honestly, I don't know. Someone please comment when you hear this podcast to let us know. Because when I flew, I wanted to die because you're trying to sleep in a mask, you know, with 500 of your new closest friends and my fiance is 6'6". So I actually gave him my leg space (laughs) so that we could make it through the flight and he could try to get some sleep too. Um, But uh, yeah. I can't sleep. I haven't flown for longer than four hours, you know, or whatever. West Coast. I mean, I don't know. I can't sleep on a plane. I mean, I took some long flights. I'm hungover or something, maybe. I don't know, but take a lot of Dramamine. I try to knock myself out as much as I can. I take like a few <laughs> beers at the bar before, like anything that's just going to knock me out, right? <laughs> as much as possible. Yes, my aunt taught me a trick that you try to sleep the entire time on that flight there, even if it starts earlier, because technically now you're getting closer to the time frame of where you're landing. But your trip back, so Dennis, you're going to go to Europe sometime, some point. Or you're yep. going to take a flight longer than four hours, baby boy. And, but you need to stay awake that entire trip back. And it sets you back up the next day. You're almost exactly on their time frame. Oh, I can crush the Jet staying lag? up part. Okay. No, staying up part. I just, if I get on a plane, I'm like, all right, I got to go to sleep right now. Like, especially if I'm going on the way to where, you know, the vacay is, I'm excited. Like, I just can't sleep. It gets tough sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, so if I'm on the way to Vegas. I'm not sleeping. Well, that's crabs sleep on anyway. the back of the seat on the, on the screen. Yeah, we're, we're getting, we're getting warmed up. Right. Um, all right. So masks or face coverings are required on, well, this is from Delta, but required on Delta flights only where required by the laws of the flight origin and or destination. So I guess it depends on if the country you're flying into or are departing from still require a, national mask mandate is my guess now i will tell you when i flew to the middle east i wish there had been a mask mandate for my flight from detroit to amsterdam because the lady that sat next to me reeked it was awful (laughs) more than her breath oh god a mask wouldn't help more than her breath though no (laughs) no it's so terrible whatever it is no i meant for me oh yeah Mm. Because then I would have had one with me and been prepared. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about needing a face mask to guard me from horrendous smells on the flight over. Oh, yeah. I mean, I use it when I don't want people to recognize me at the grocery. I mean, it's not required anymore. It's just the days you want to get in and get out and not know anybody. (laughs) Okay. That's a good call. All right. So I'm going to ask you this question. And I'm going to ask it to you at HR, too, just just for the hell of it. Because I like asking this question. Dang it, now I know oh. what question it is. Gosh, she should know, but she ain't listened to enough episodes. Um, 
What do you think about men and joggers? All females get the question <laughs> on there. Well, I did hear this question, and my uh. answer my answer is I wholeheartedly support them. Um, after listening to your podcast, I actually got Gabor some joggers. So nice. that's nice. what I say. Nice. But I think that for anyone in the HVAC industry with joggers really needs bedazzled joggers. Oh, that's the episode you listened to. Yeah, that yeah. was the goal. I yeah. want some jewels, and I want HVAC R&D on the booty, right across the booty. Just like how you Juicy Couture, that's what I want you all to create for men, and I think it'll be a great transition into the new masculine clothing. So, boom. Solid. Great marketing. It's going to draw attention, and guess what? If you show a little bit of butt crack with it, it's just only going to brighten it up, right? That's true. Well, that's true. It's full moon tonight. The tra- <laughs> us, us trade folks, we got we got the butt crack for you. We could crush that. Whatever, <laughs> especially our plumbing listeners, right? Yeah. So what? I mean, what's up with that? Joke. Poor plumbers with that. Like, I know. Like, because the HVAC guy ne- apparently never has to bend over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the or plumbers get, just really? take a beating there. Well, you know, and they always make a reference that the plumbers more overweight too, so they are really bashing the plumbers. Yeah. Then there's that. Like, what's up with that? I so we, me and Ryan follow a lot of. Uh, female plumbers on on our instagram which i think is awesome you know just women getting in the trades all together you know yep i'm sure you agree with that but uh it takes a different different kind of person to be a plumber i mean it takes a it's a different it's a different deal but it is a trade nonetheless i mean yeah my parents background i was not allowed to even think of that as an option so it is i hope I hope it's changing more as well for parents to kind of see the possibilities with trades and all the differences. It's not just you have to be a tech. There's so many other positions in the trades industries too. Yep, we talk right. about that so often. I know, I know we're doing uh, the student tours Wednesday morning. We were supposed to do them in Vegas, but they're bringing in a group of of local trade school kids and I think some high school kids Wednesday morning. Um, Dennis and myself and. I'm sure several other people. I would, I would about bet money that uh, Mike Mayberry is. I don't know for sure, but I know he did in Vegas, and uh, he is always a massive um, proponent of education of the trade. So we're trying to get more and more young people to see it. I know I, I had a contractor in my little neck of the woods that several years ago um, I went to a local high school here up in Concord, and we spent a whole day with. Um, trade student kids but it's just it's so many people just have this negative mindset that it's not worth it for people to do that or it's bad to work with your hands and i'm sorry um if you want to have all the things you want in a modern society you got to have those people that know how to fix shit literally with their hands right yeah we can't build homes for a higher population if there's not the people to put it together that's right I mean, I think at the minimum, all I want is it for it to just be known that it's out there. Just like you just said, Brittany, it's like, it's not, it was not even an option. Like now my son, you know, he's going to app state. He's going into the music school. He's a music kid. Everybody's like, Oh, is is Corey going to get into HVAC? I'm like, I mean, no, probably not. It's just not, he's not a, he's not really mechanically minded. He didn't take that way. Now, he may end up, you know, selling HVAC down the road. I don't know, but, um, you know, it just needs to be out there though. Like that is an option. I think we got to get to at least that point where in high school, they're like, Hey, you know, we got to start, you know, I don't know these little job fairs or whatever, uh, they have at high schools. There needs to be, there needs to be some trade people in there. Um, cause trades are, They've changed big time. I mean, there's some massive HVAC companies out there that have, you know, it's a great place to work. You know, it's just uh, you make good money, and there's got there's we, we need those people out there for sure. So, it just needs to be known. Uh, it just needs to be some, an option for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do feel that hopefully with people stepping a little bit more into the modern marketing world and even when it comes to social media, that 
younger people will kind of say, this looks fun. You know, like we said, if you can make those engaging posts and really kind of show a brand and a personality, I truly hope that if more people do get into that, which is why I don't want to shit on social media completely, like there are benefits we can get out of this. If you can make the kids who are on their phones eight hours a day, see a few posts and wow, that looks fun. Like, and actually at least get into it or do a day on the job. Yep, yep, yep. I always never wanted to have an office job. And that was my parents like, no, you have to have an office job. Like, you know what your dad's schedule is like and how it was like, you don't want that lifestyle. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But as an adult, it's kind of like, I mean, there's a million other things I could have done. I didn't have to physically work with my hands. You know, I could have right. done a lot of other things that I could use my brain for. And even the fact of, you know, you could own your own HVAC company, Brittany, like, you know, the entrepreneurship role was never presented to me. And I feel like that's kind of where I wish some parents maybe push their kids because, you know, even if your kid right. loves music, that's fine. But what else could he do with it? That's, you know, supplemental or an actually building a brand and a business for himself. That's not just dependent on if he is employed by an orchestra or a band, right. you know, right. there's a lot of things you can kind of solidify your future with more. I feel like, and I mean, trades is a huge way to do it. Absolutely. Well, and at the end of the day, right, all that starts at home. Yes. All of that starts at home. It's uh, everybody wants everybody else to do it for them, but it starts at home. And we, you know, at this house, we break it down. It's like, look, that sounds like a great job. What does that pay? Can you afford to have a car? Can you afford to, yeah. you know, that sounds like a great major. What does that pay? I mean, why can't people just have that conversation, you know? Um, so you brought you brought something up. I'm a, this is a new segment on the show. We've never talked about this. Dun, um, dun, dun. Ryden doesn't know either. I know. I'm oh. I'm learning right now. And Brittany's got <laughs> Brittany's got me nervous to look at this. But so everybody break their phone out and see what your daily screen time is on your phone. I don't even know how to do that. Oh, because you got an Android, Ryden. God. Where do I see? It at? doesn't it doesn't throw this negative energy at me. That's why I have an Android. <laughs> What do you got, Brittany? You got an iPhone? Oh, I got to go first? Okay. No, I'm just saying, do you know how to get to it? I am at it. I'm not slow. (laughs) Okay. Well, you should know how to get to that, right? Yeah, I just... just, We're just uh, going to have to... We're going to have to Google how to get to Ryden's. I don't know, Ryden, how you get to it. I'm Googling it, damn it. You are Googling (laughs) it. Although, while I'm looking at it, it's going up. So, I feel like I should tell you my number before I see this thing raising. All right. Yeah, you're good. Spit yours out. What you got? Three hours and 55 Gosh, minutes. Gosh, that is solid. Yeah. That is really good. And it's it's marketing. settings. <laughs> so my, my kids average two to four. I'm going to throw oh. that out there. And my son's 18 and my daughter's 11. It's not that we're strict on that, but we just explain to it, right? Like you said. Um, mm-hmm. but let's, let's don't look at that all day. Um. Yeah, my 18 year old, it's his, he's, he's deleted a lot of it. He's like, I got to get this off my phone. It's not good. All right. My, here we mine go. used to be higher, but yes, I kind of took the social media apps off. So I have to log in like through Safari to get to them. And it's a lot easier in my life. I feel oh, it like. probably doesn't record it then. Oh, <laughs> I'm still on my phone. <laughs> I know. I'm just messing with you. All right. What you got, Ryden? Are All you right, still so trying to get to yours? No, I found it and I've got day by day. So I see the days that I'm better than others. So Sunday was, let's see, an hour and 37 minutes. Then then Monday was four hours and 33. Tuesday, 351. Wednesday, 452. Thursday, 38. Friday, 255. I'm on here talking all this junk and mine is higher than both of (laughs) y'all's. What is it? Well, it's got to be that TikTok. It's five hours, 51 minutes. You know. Da- daily you, average, which, woo. you know what? Maybe I'm doing a lot of work on my phone. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next That's question. my answer, too, is I'm doing it for work. Next yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. Now, what's your phone? <laughs> is your phone hooked Bluetooth to your truck for your radio station oh, stuff? So does that, that, right? does that count against you? Oh, I bet it does because I'm literally... No, because it's screen time. Screen time means your phone is open and on. So if you have it closed and off, no. no Stop trying to hide hooked, and make excuses. No, if it's hooked to the phone... <laughs> or excuse me, if it's hooked to your Bluetooth in your car and oh, it's okay, here it is. charging... Here it is. Travel, two hours, four minutes. Okay. Social media. Mine breaks it down. 
Social says one hour, 51 minutes. Entertainment, 30 minutes, which I guess would be just music or... Hey, Dennis, um, what does your number of pickups look like? I feel like that might either dig your grave further in oh, or redeem pickups? you. Ooh, mine Ooh. breaks it all down, too. Interesting. Pickups. Uh, 40? Oh, that's really good. Is that, I don't even know. Yeah, what's, that, what's the pickup? I assume good. My, how many times you pick your phone up? So mine daily average is oh, 85, sh- but I also get 85 notifications. So Ooh. I pick it up because <laughs> I get notified. <laughs> what did you say yours was, Brittany, today? Oh, today it's 61. Mine's 77. Yeah, my average is 85 a day. Yep. I'm killing y'all on the pickups. My, you know what my top pickup <clears throat> is? My calculator. Like, what's up with yeah. that? Yeah. Yep. 12. Cal- calculator's in there. Mine's a messenger. Messages. Messages exactly. crushes it. And then, believe it or not, Instagram's only like 20 minutes today. That was most of it was posting that reel before we started recording. Well, and it, you know, I mean, do you think your Instagram, Instagram is time? part of our is our show? I mean, that's part of our deal. Like that's our yeah. work, somewhat. What were you saying, Britt? I was hoping they just reset your Instagram time when they reset your Instagram. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> There's nothing yeah, to show it for it, daily, so we'll we'll like zero out. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's I didn't know it. I did not know it broke it down all like this. This is pretty cool. All right, so I feel I feel pretty good about this. Knowledge is power, guys. That's right. Analytics is power too, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll yeah. So we'll get into all that. Um, we're gonna have Brittany back on at AHR. She's gonna bring some goodies for us. Hope everybody can come. I'm gonna be rocking some joggers probably. Hey man, Sykes. constantly. Oh, I probably will be. I think I'm gonna end up being forced to. I got I like think, two more years at the gym before I'm rocking joggers, man. That's dude, I think I think Katie might boycott the show if I don't show up in joggers. She might. I mean, she like, was. I the feel best. like she would. I feel like she would be severely disappointed in me. Can I ask a follow up question before I actually gave my answer on the joggers? Absolutely. What color? So not gray. <laughs> These ones are like obsidian charcoal is what what I'm wearing, but. Not light gray. (laughs) Not light gray. Darn. Okay. That's fine then. But I still think the bedazzled booty would do you wonders for marketing. It might. We could actually bedazzle a QR code on your butt so people could sign up to be subscribed to your podcast. Absolutely. Perfect. Well, she's a marketing Marketing person, man. Literally. I think we should have, we need to have like a monthly marketing like meltdown with Brittany. Like, yeah, just yeah, give me like well, two shots of any drink and I'll just think of the craziest <laughs> marketing ideas. But I want people to submit pictures of doing it though because I want to see these bedazzled pants from somebody. Oh, light gray or not. I know. I feel like light gray was the very first sweatpant that ever came out. Just that heather gray. That <laughs> recycled paper looking color. <laughs> <laughs> Newspaper well, gray. So Lady Katie said they were the push-up bra for men sweatpants were so they are a huge upgrade to the old sweatpant (laughs) that y'all usually wear around the house so yes women we usually support you all dressing up in well-fitted clothes a hair more so joggers (laughs) tend to do that all right let me write that down is is so far the votes all yays so far or have you had any women say nay i have i don't think we've had a nay all right. Well, I think no. They're always a little hesitant, though. They're just like <laughs> because well, they're not expecting day. that question. No, they're not usually expecting that. Well, um, a stipulation, and there's also an image we bring to our mind when you say it. So that's kind of where what I wanted to ask was what color, but I feel like I just had to say yes because if black. I ask what color, I'm going to get judged. <laughs> but I'm speaking I'm, I'm, for all the women here. We just we're right. interested in the color. Okay, just <laughs> the voice of the people. Okay. I'm going black. Can't go wrong with black. I don't think. True. Ridens are just really dark. Yes, I've got nice dark gray, and then I've got a like a navy blue pair. Fancy They're Lululemon, Ooh. dude. Hell yeah! If you're, I mean, if you're if you're going for the push-up bra for men, you got to go for the gold because <laughs> yeah. my ass needs some yep. help. All right. Yeah. The Victoria's Secret of sweatpants. What you're wearing now? <laughs> yes. 
Oh, I'm wearing them right now. We're on the show. Podcast pants are locked, loaded, and engaged. Yep. It's pink and then podcast pants right underneath that. Well, then. It sounds as if people will be sorely missed if they miss you in these joggers during AHR next week. Probably. Oh, or week after next. Week after next. Yes. So I'm going to need you in, a, in some joggers and a polo. That's joggers and a polo? <laughs> yeah. I need to go find me some matching tennis shoes in HVAC R&D colors. It'll be perfect. Oh, boy. All right, well. Challenge accepted. <laughs> so thanks for coming on the show. We're looking forward to the uh, the live show. Have you ever done a live podcast? Ooh, no, I have not yet. Ah, we, us either. I know. <laughs> so, well, I, did, <laughs> I did send uh, another audiovisual question. I've been blowing poor Nicole up this past week, just asking questions. Um, but I asked if we could have a wireless mic so that if we got tired of sitting on our asses, we could pick a mic up and go walk out in the crowd and just interact with people. Like, hey, you want to ask a question? <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have some uh, we'll have some extra hands to oh, hand yeah. some mics around. You know, got HVAC wife and trade wife running around with the Modelo bucket getting signups for giveaways. Well, especially with, uh, you know, what Brittany's bringing to the show. I say, you're going to mention what that. Yeah, we, we had to, we had to wait, wait till the end. Oh, okay. Okay. Are we, are you going into that? You, okay. You, you want to say it? Or you want me to say it? Sure. You go ahead. You're the, uh, so Miss Brittany is, that's right. Guy. Shameless self promoter. <laughs> I learned everything I know from Brittany. Uh, <laughs> so thanks to, to Miss Brittany and One Thing Marketing, um, we are going to be doing a beef and bourbon, not whiskey. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. A beef and bourbon giveaway. Um, and the first 50 people that get there to sign up for it will also get a sweet, sweet little uh, special gift from HVAC R&D as well. Um, just for, for participating. Yep. And it's it's used very well with your bourbon. So just think about that. Nice. Now now where um do you want to announce where said beef is coming from or have you made a final decision yet? Because I didn't there's actually a bunch more of these companies and I realize there are. There are. Um I have a corporate account because I order so much beef. <laughs> <laughs> don't oh, judge i love i love to give away beef and meat to my clients so this will be a two well it actually end up being most likely a 350 dollars value pack of beef assortments so this will be anywhere wow. from bacon wrapped filet mignons to pork tenderloins to they have some really great uh, franks, some sausages. So it will be a pack for sure to have some friends over and have an awesome grill out night with. So I'm excited. And if no one wins it or offers up, then this bad boy's coming home with me with all the bourbon too. <laughs> but we might yeah. go through the bourbon beforehand. <laughs> That's true. We might have to open up the ball of bourbon before the show. I think Ooh. if those who show up that first 50 with their uh, gift from you might also get a shot of bourbon with it. Oh. So. I think that's a solid. That's a we'll solid we, promotional we'll point. Yeah. Well, she's marketing, right? That's, that's what it. She does I know? Gosh, she's I crushing know. it. I know. And so, so our brain, our brain works. I know. It's like I have works. to cut her off so people won't just keep getting more free info. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again. We're gonna let you. Are you gonna drink another one of those, or are you gonna? Oh no, this sixteen ouncer is one. Oh, it's sixteen, and it's double digits on the. uh, Yeah, it's shout out, shout out to them. So (laughs) delicious. All right, well, cool, and I can't wait to see you down there. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna get some music going, and yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see you at AHR. It'll be a party. I can't wait. Absolutely. Right. Thanks for coming, Britt. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Happy to be here. Put them up, right?